Hey Walruses, this episode is a little bit about the current leg of my personal entrepreneurial journey, but I'm going to share it with you as hopefully there'll be a few nuggets in there that you can pick up from my own experiences which will help you with your own particular circumstances. And if this isn't for you, if you don't want to hear about my personal journey, then you can fuck away off and I'm sure there's a podcast on Dickhead Island that you can go and listen to instead. Now, just before we get started, I had a great meeting this week that I want to tell you about, and it's a really, really bizarre one. Now, this is an unusual occurrence for me, and it'll probably never have happened to you either, but I think it's worth sharing. Now, I had a meeting with someone who's been trolling slash gaslighting me for a couple of years now. Now, to be fair, I'd put him more on the gaslighting side of the equation rather than the full-blooded trolling, but it's certainly been going on for a very long time. Now, many, 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 in fact, most would probably have blocked him uh, long ago. Um, But I seldom do that sort of thing. I seldom block them. Now, I like to use the knowledge I gain from their activities, from watching them, from seeing what they're up to, to sharpen my offering. And in truth, See, if I tell the truth, I actually enjoy winding them up a wee bit with all my positivity. Because I know it gets right under their fucking skin. Okay, trolls, I know you listen to me. I love winding you up. I, I know my positivity winds you up. So, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Now, he may only have trolled me, been trolling me, because he's realised, or he may only have stopped trolling me. Um... Well, I don't know if he has stopped trolling me. He certainly stopped trolling me in the last couple of days since I met him um, because he's realised that I may be of some actual use to him. But I like to think that the sheer scale of my positivity and drive just eventually steamrolled steamrolled him into submission. It's a bit like Conor McGregor when he was fighting Floyd Mayweather in the boxing ring. I mean, Conor hardly landed a punch for fuck's sake. Now, come on. So it was a wee bit like that. But I can tell you this. He reached out to me to be fair to him and he manned up and he apologised. So that takes guts and I really do uh, appreciate that and I give him plenty of credit for it. And who knows, who knows, we might even do some business together. Although I'd certainly need to be convinced that his mindset is right and before I'd ever do anything like that. So don't worry though, there'll be no Walrus Island passport issued to him just yet as maybe he's only really a sleeper cell sent by Dickhead Island and he'll arrive here in a suicide fest to take out some Russians. So I am keeping my eyes peeled for that. But I mentioned that in today's episode, I should, just to let you know, you should always try and keep the door open for any and every possibility in life. People can change. I have changed. Ch-ch-ch-changes! Name that tune, tune in one, folks, if you can. Now, I'm not the same person that I was a decade. This isn't a, this isn't from the song. Now, I'm not the same person I was a decade ago, and neither are you. And when he apologised to me, I assume that he's changed too until he shows me otherwise. Now, dealing with gaslighters and trolls can be tough, but when you maintain your dignity at all times, um, but you know you have to be careful not to expend too much energy on them. And like I've possibly done in the past, 
Um, but as much as possible, you should always leave the door open to win people over. And it really can happen. Uh, and sometimes when people realise your authenticity and your desire to make a difference, they can become your greatest advocates. So that's just a wee lesson um, that I had this uh, week and I wanted to share it with you. Now anyway, back to today's episode, which is num- number 117, and it's called The Change. Um, you're talking to the wall, the Gavin Wall, serial entrepreneur, podcaster, investor, mentor, and the man seeking to change the mindsets of Northern Ireland one mind at a time. Now, it's funny that this call, th- this episode is called The Change, as that story of the troll or the gaslighter, if I'm really being fair to him, overly fair to him perhaps, evidences that change is everywhere. And it's very often good for you. Because people normally hate change, but it can be very good for you. But I want to tell you a little bit more about what I'm up to currently. Some of which you may know a little bit about. And I'm also going to layer on a bit more detail that you so that you know what I'm up to and more importantly, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, I've just completed, just this weekend past, uh, three days ago, I've just completed another Speed Mentor podcast and it was a total sellout. Every event, in fact, I've ever done in the last couple of years has been a complete sellout, has been totally sold out. And the success of the mentees at Speed Mentor Retreat is going to be off the charts. They were an absolutely amazing bunch. Now, despite all of that, despite me telling you all of that, that was the last Speed Mentor Retreat that I will ever do. It was the final one. Now, that's hard for people to understand. How can I sell out another Speed Mentor Retreat? How can it be such a huge success? And I've decided not to do it again. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Now, to most people, this simply doesn't make sense. And to be honest, much of the time, a lot of the stuff I do doesn't even make sense to me either. So I'm maybe going to try and enlighten both of us. So this episode might cast some light on this um, so that we can all engender a deeper understanding of what I'm up to. But by the way, this is by the way, this is a great exercise that all of you should be doing regularly with most of your big decisions. I mean, particularly the big ones, any big decision, you need to get them out of your head. You can't just leave those big decisions in your head. 99% of people leave all of their decisions in their own head. Like analysing an issue in your head, a big decision like that, it's like trying to spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious from a tin of fucking alphabet spaghetti. You can't do it. You have no chance of getting them right on a consistent basis. No chance. Do you hear me? Does that make sense to you? Then please, please, please stop doing it. Get them out onto paper. Get them onto a whiteboard. Get them onto a podcast. Bounce them off other people. Bounce them. Please, please, please bounce them off someone who's been there and understands what you're trying to achieve. Maybe not just soundboarding them off your mates. Get them out there and test these ideas. So, I'm getting a lot of questions actually about this new journey of mine and why I'm stopping doing the speed mentor retreat and why I'm uh, winding down my mentoring. And people are saying stuff like, so what the fuck's going on, Gavin? Why on earth is it the last ever Speed Mentor Retreat? Uh, why are you running down your mentoring uh, just as you've opened up lots of possibilities in a new industry in Northern Ireland? How can you walk away from inspiring hundreds and thousands with your events and mentorship? You developed one of the best Speed Mentor brands in Northern Ireland, it's our best business brands in Northern Ireland, and you're now just binning the Speed Mentor. It really sounds stupid, Gavin. 
Then I've got other people who are saying these are the cynical bastards and they don't get on to uh, Waller's Island. Oh, I know what it is. It's just a marketing ploy to try and drum up more business for the next one. Someone else even asked me, have the trolls finally uh, won and worn you down? And one person asked me if I was getting too old for all this high energy stuff and I told them to go and listen to episode 116 that we did last week. Um, so that they know that I'm only one third of the way through my life and I'm going to live to 150 more and have plenty of energy in me. Now, others have said that this Project X stuff can't be so significant that you have to wind down your mentorship piece. Or maybe, in fact, the mentorship piece hasn't even worked for you and you only were letting on that it was working. (laughs) Somebody else said that to me. Now, none of this, folks, is a marketing ploy. This is going to sound a bit big-headed, But I just want to be honest here so as you get the full story as I am genuinely trying to document this stuff and as I always say I'm I'm trying to leave the breadcrumbs to help all of the listeners on their journeys too. Now I want it to be a record of how I created with the help of others something truly global from scratch. So here it goes. Now (laughs) I am going to get so much grief for saying what I'm about to say but I'm not afraid to talk about my failures, so I'm going to talk about my dreams, whether people want to hear it or not. You can switch over now, so here it goes. Look, I find it fairly easy to create opportunities of good scale. I find it fairly easy to create and build multi-million pound turnover, very profitable businesses. I've done it in law. I was a leading barrister earning hundreds of thousands of pounds a year. I used to own 50 properties um, when I was doing property. I set up a retail business from scratch and now has an eight-figure uh, turnover and I've established a Speed Mentor brand in a very short period of time, which is a leading personal brand in business, certainly in Northern Ireland. Now, I know that most people would kill for any of these. I also know, look, I'm humble enough to know this, that there are many, many, many people who are more successful than me and certainly in financial terms. So I know where I sit in the landscape of financial success. I am not the most successful person in Northern Ireland financially by a million miles. But I know that it's easy for me to create plenty of these uh, really good quality opportunities that many people will give their left arm for. But the common theme in my life when I go through those and others as well, those aren't just those just four headline ones, is that I keep walking away from really good opportunities. But why do I do that? Am I afraid of failure? Or maybe I'm actually afraid of success. I literally keep walking away from multi-million pound opportunities. What sane person does that? Like, would you do that? Funnily enough, many say that I'm not sane. But you know what? The truth is, now before I say this, I know what you're going to think. You're going to think, he is so full of shit. (laughs) And when I say this next thing, you're going to know it for sure. The reason I keep walking away from multi-million pound opportunities is because I want to create billion dollar opportunities right here in Northern Ireland. I'll say that again. Billion dollar opportunities right here in Northern Ireland. I want to create a legacy beyond anything that has ever been seen here before. Now, that's not me saying I want to be a billionaire. I want to create billion dollar opportunities, billion dollar legacies, billion dollar businesses helping founders create them and you know you know uh, why I'm going to be successful at that firstly because I've got the balls to say it and believe it too and secondly 
because I've gathered up all this knowledge across multiple industries. I've built a network of people who'll help me and I want to do this not so much for me but for Northern Ireland so that others who are vested in my success and in the success of Northern Ireland want to help me create it too. I mean, trust me, I'm going to be the Mary Peters of the 21st century in terms of achievement. (laughs) And I do hope that Mary isn't offended by that. But you know what? I can't achieve that sort of scale on my own. And by that, I don't mean that I wish there were two of me or or that there were three of me and I'd be able to do it. I don't mean that. It's nothing to do with, I wish there was a second one of me and I could do it. No, I wouldn't have a clue where to start about creating billion dollar um, value and billion dollar companies. No, this is a message to all of you out there who are starting your businesses, trying to work out what to do, how to do this, how to create massive success. There's a guy called Peter Thiel um, of PayPal fame and he's a very famous tech investor and billionaire. And he wrote a fantastic book I recommend it to anybody uh, called Zero to One in which he says that he would never ever back a single founder. He says that the greatness uh, greatness can only be achieved by at least a pair of people so that there's enough breadth of knowledge, experience, talent and maybe just maybe having someone to talk to when things are going really tough. So all I want you to do is to think about this as you consider starting your own business or building your businesses or trying to scale your businesses and you're thinking about what to do. Look, you can have success on your own, but to achieve truly and totally disruptive, world-changing stuff, billion-dollar stuff, there's got to be a pair of you. Well, have a good think about that. Do you want to control everything yourself? Is that why you're going about it on your own? Are you afraid to partner up? Or are you afraid of success, of achieving something truly, truly huge in scale? Look, it's not compulsory, but you have a better chance of great success if you get the right partner. And by the way, putting your message out there, documenting your narrative is a great way to attract like-minded people to your cause or to find people who have a common cause with you and who want to partner with you. So Project X, as I've talked about in previous episodes, for those of you who don't know, is actually a venture capital fund that I'm creating called The Change with a certain Mr. Andrew Cuthbert that you've heard me mention once or twice. And I've only known Andrew for just one year. He DM'd me in the summer of 2018, introducing himself to me. Now, interestingly, I thought he messaged me because he knew that I'd been looking for a tech uh, um, startup opportunity and I suspected, I actually suspected that that was his area of expertise, although I wasn't sure because I'd seen him liking some of my content on LinkedIn for a little while. But actually, he didn't reach out to me because I'd been looking for a tech or startup um, opportunity. He reached out to me because of a post I had done about failure. Now, it was a post I did about losing everything and having to live in my sister-in-law's back bedroom for five years with my wife and three kids and how she stood by me without one word of criticism despite me turning our world upside down by making some business mistakes. Mistakes is probably not a big enough word for it. So Andrew came into my life, Andrew came into my life due to me sharing the ups and downs of my life, particularly the downs. Now he had had some similar experiences and he warmed to the resilience that I had shown uh, and he warmed to the fact that somebody was prepared to share their failures and not let the failure define them. 
So just think about that for a while. When people tell you that there's no point documenting or sharing your story or narrative on LinkedIn or elsewhere, if I hadn't done that, just think about it, I wouldn't be starting the change. Now that thought literally blows my mind. And if you think about it hard enough, it should blow yours too. If you document your authentic story out there, people who are like-minded to you will be attracted to you. Now, the minute, the minute I met him, I knew I'd never met anybody with such ability, such intelligence and such business strategy in my entire life. And believe me, I have met a lot of people in business. He's freaking superhuman, this guy. I thought I was the hardest worker in Northern Ireland and I am not a patch on this guy. It embarrasses me <laughs> how much harder a worker he is. I just, I just didn't even think that was possible. And I was so intrigued as to why he'd created so much success. Uh, he's created huge success and wealth, but he's actually done that for other people and not retained actually that much of the reward himself, certainly on the financial side of things anyway. Um, he's been involved in multiple business ventures, created many tech products and probably created and sold through his efforts more than a billion in value. This isn't bullshit, folks. This is true. A billion in value, but doesn't have the baubles that would normally follow from that for himself. Uh, but others do. Now, it didn't take me long, to be honest, it didn't take me long to identify the kryptonite in his life. Now, the weird stuff that makes him so valuable to others, but not to himself. That's his kryptonite. He's so valuable to others, but not to himself. Now, our failures brought us together. People will look from the outside and think we're so different. One is a one is a brash, gobshite, full of himself, and the other is a humble genius. Neither, of course, is quite accurate. And bizarrely, I mean, philosophically, there isn't a cigarette paper between us. We're actually brothers from another mother. And the areas in which we're a little bit different are the complementary bits which can really help each other. I'm the antidote to his kryptonite and can help make this Superman fly. And Northern Ireland is going to be so proud of him one day and I cannot wait. So it doesn't matter whether you're turning over 100,000 a year or 20 million a year. If you think you're destined for more and you have dreams, make sure you fucking follow them, folks. Now, do you think... You were born to achieve something greater than anyone else expects of you. Have you always had that feeling like I have deep down inside that you're destined for something but you're not quite sure what it is? If you feel like me, never, ever give up on that. Uh, but don't just dream about it. Get out and fucking do something about it, my friends. Now, times are changing. There's a guy from Belfast who used to be in law but had an entrepreneurial itch, who's saying out loud that he wants to create multi-billions in value in Northern Ireland with startup businesses, and he's going to create it right here on our home patch with his business partner, whom he only just met a year ago. And it will all be documented uh, for others to see and ultimately believe. Now, if I can say that, if I can fucking say that, I'm going to create billions in value you can believe in your projects too. Next week, I'll fill you in some more about what we're currently up to and how we're actually going to achieve our huge dreams through our business and our brand, The Change. So this week, 
why don't you take a leaf out of my book, dream a big dream, take massive action towards it, and then have the fucking balls to share it with others, to keep you accountable, and to inspire others to do similarly. Whether you do or not, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.